Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Hello, welcome everybody. Today we have with us the fittest 40 to 44 year old masters male with your wife, Lynette. We've got Rudy and Lynette here. Uh, so 2022 fittest in the masters division and number one on the leaderboard for quarterfinals. Yes. Unofficial, but we are. Yes, unofficial, correct. Yes. But I looked at the points differentials. I think you got a pretty solid hold right there. Yes. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. So first and foremost, I want to know, how does your body feel now? Yeah. So uh, Monday I was pretty sore, honestly. Legs legs were the worst part. So took a day off on uh, Monday, had a rest day, and then Tuesday back at it. <laughs> so one rest day. Wow. <laughs> yeah, semifinals are coming. So it's, 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 uh, you know, yeah, there's, we live, we leave good recovery time in during training during the week anyways. So, um, mm -hmm. it, it, I can get away with one recovery day and then back into it. Yeah. And it was a kind of ease into it. Um, it was a zone two, nothing. Like we didn't load the body really. So it was a yeah. start moving, but yeah. listen to your body kind of day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I had the opportunity to watch you complete uh, workout number four, and we'll get to that. But I want to make sure that um, I want I want to kind of talk about like the whole recap, like when the workouts were first released. Um, it was like I remember it was released like two minutes early too, because I was like you know waiting for it. Like, okay, here it is. Let's go. Yeah. Um, how did you guys strategize when you were going to do which workouts? Yeah, so we we kind of went through our what it's kind of a normal process now. We've been through this a few times. I get a big whiteboard and I white, write out all the workouts. We talk about interference between the, you know, the four different workouts. We talk about, you know, these two got to be, are due on the first day. These two are on the next day. And we, we kind of play, we reverse roles and play devil's advocate, just saying, you know, what if we did this? What if we, you know, did two in the first day and just kind mm -hmm. of went down all those different scenarios um, just to make sure we were thinking of all po potential options to, to maximize performance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We literally had four pieces of paper, one, you know, each had a different workout yeah. and we could just swap, kept swapping them. <laughs> and then we're yeah. like, no, that's not going to work. No. And so we kind of agreed after some debate yeah. on the order. Yeah. We ended up going with the one, two, the, three, four. Yeah. yeah. The order. Them in the order. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know you're very data driven on yes. this. So, do you ever like just in general, do you ever like have a plan of how the workouts, you know, have it planned out in your mind and then you get in there and then like totally abandon your plan and say, oh, I'm feeling kind of good. I'm going to go for it. So um, because we work together so much as a team, it's hard for me to do that because I don't want to do that to her because <laughs> because she's like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, we're going off script. We're going off the plan. But we we get we've gotten better over time of how to be able to go to a plan B and not be razzled, not be frustrated mm -hmm. with it. So I would say typically we, we can stick to a uh, plan A, but when, you know, we, we go to plan B, it's, it's, it's much easier now. Yeah. yeah. And we are very well 
aligned on plans A through D F. Yes, yes. <laughs> so for the most part, we are very intentional. We have been very intentional over the last, I would say, since the off season yeah. to try to be a little bit more uh, risk, risk taking because mm -hmm. we both tend to adhere too much to the data side of things. Mm -hmm. so, and yep. then, you know, we never want to leave a workout feeling like we had more in the tank. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of our counterbalance to make yep. sure that we're not being too safe. Yeah, sure. Can I ask a quick follow-up to that? Um, you know, one of the discussions we had with Jamie over the weekend is, like she knew what her home runs were on the weekend and what, and those workouts she had to leave no, absolutely nothing in the tank mm -hmm. because that's where she had to make up ground. And there might've been other workouts where it's more damage control and you don't want to do that. Do you go, does that go through your thought process as well? Absolutely. Yeah, it yep. absolutely does. Yep. And, and that's, you know, when we look at the order of the workouts of, of how we want to do them um, yeah, we're very data driven and, you know, we're, uh, want to do things correctly, but uh, when that always pauses and says, okay, what are you most confident in? Mm -hmm. What is going to give you confidence so that when you knock out this first workout, you'll go on to the next one with momentum and yeah. confidence. So, you know, that is another thing we throw in mm -hmm. to, to make sure we have the order right from a, a confidence perspective. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cause yeah, once, once you smash some workouts, it, it, gives you mo you know momentum and you can really mm -hmm. really uh, you know get some get some uh, energy off of that for sure yeah and the flip side when it doesn't go the way you want it to then yeah you got to figure out how to regroup you use that momentum to hit the one hard the next one harder <laughs> yeah yeah either way it's yeah. it's going to it's going to generate action yeah absolutely yeah so let's talk about the first workout then so that was a um, 20 minute cap workout uh, which you didn't need at all since you finished that one. And what was it? Eight minutes and 40 seconds. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. So that was the three rounds and it was um, two by 25 walking lunges, mm -hmm. um, 20 toes to bar. And then the two rounds, two by 25 front rack walking lunge, 15 chest to bar, followed by the two by 25 overhead walking lunge and then the 10 bar muscle ups. How did you break up your toes to bar? Yeah. So we, uh, started with larger sets, I think maybe a little larger than they had to be, or they should have been just because by the third set of the toes to bar, I, I started to feel grip fatigue, yeah. already, which surprised me. And I was like, Oh boy, we're only, you know, three out of the six rounds into this workout. I need to start breaking more. So that third set of toes to bar, I, I went to, I think three or a set of two, and then a set of three for the final reps, which is pretty small sets. Yeah. Just to, to, to try to salvage that grip. Cause it was like, mm -hmm. Oh boy, red, red flags, grips going. It's a lot of grip too. Yeah. For that. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, and then what, how about, so what about for your chest bar and your bar muscle ups? Yeah. So for the, the chest bar, I think I, I broke them in half, uh, like mm -hmm. eight, seven. And then I think the second set was a little less than that, like mm -hmm. sets of five or, or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, so I was able to hold on to grip a little bit, uh, the bar muscle ups, I got up there and, my arms and my body felt great. Mm -hmm. And I went up and I think I did like the third one. And my grip was like, no, you're, you're dropping. <laughs> so, so I was able to cycle them quickly. Cause I was like, all right, my grip's gone, but my arms are still kind of fine. I just need to kip really hard. 
Um, so I was able to do like a set of three and another set of three and then a set of uh, two and two. So it was mm-hmm. really small sets, but, but, but my break was really quick. And so I was mm-hmm. able to keep that frequency mm-hmm. just to kind of salvage my time. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. remember the earlier comment of going off script. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> Well, that's why I'm always wondering, like, because I'll make a plan and then I'll be in. I'm like, man, I feel good. I'll just do a bigger set. I'll be fine. And then yeah. I'm like, that was and a then later. You're like, that was a bad choice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie's asking, did you have any breaks on your lunges? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I just just went right through those Um, on the uh, what is it? The the second set, which is like the front rack, they called mm-hmm. it. I used I, I went down with like a certain strategy where they're kind of like behind my shoulders and then mm-hmm. the set of 25 feet coming back, I found putting them on my shoulders was kind of awkward. So I just kind of put them into a front rack. Cause so I was like, you know what, let's go front rack. I don't want to mess with putting them on my shoulders. So I did slightly different variations, just kind of mm-hmm. break it up. Yeah. And that was the workout. So I did that workout Friday night as well. And then Saturday I woke up and I was like, I mean, I'm always sore after lunges, but I, I really have not been that sore in a long time from, yes. from lunges. Mm-hmm. I, he was sore too. I that that because we did it Friday night, mm-hmm. and that evening I remember sitting on the lacrosse ball on my glutes for yeah ten minutes or so on each side. Then mm-hmm. I had a theragun out, and I'm like, these things are, I, I like I thought I'd done heavy lunges and I got right. sore from them, but like it surprised me. It absolutely yeah, yeah. totally. So then we move into the next workout. And did you do that um, then Saturday morning workout right. number two? Okay. Yeah. So that was the 10 minute one where it was six um, chest wall facing handstand pushups, the nine GHD, yeah. 12 box jumps, and then right into uh, five minutes of one rep max clean. Yeah. Have you ever trained chest to wall facing handstand pushups prior? Uh, yeah. I okay. Mean, right after the, honestly, after the games we started uh, trying them and it was interesting because at the games, they did like the deficit. the deficit. And so we thought yeah. that was how you did it. So we started. With <laughs> but note to that, <laughs> like when we say we started, it doesn't mean that we did them a lot. We just said, let's, let's try this yeah, and like, see how it feels. Probably once a week. Maybe not, not that often. She she does the training. No, <laughs> I mean definitely not. Once not once a week. a week, so no. But it was one of those things that we're like, huh? We'll see how those feel. And for him, it didn't feel that much different than yeah. a regular handstand push-up. Yeah, which kind of helped it uh, de-escalate a little bit from my high alert. You know, like <laughs> do we have to train this? to the ground. And right. it was one of those things that we have to rotate every once in a while. But at the same time, I'm very focused on staying healthy and not overworking yeah. the shoulders. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we kind of, once they showed up on the individuals um, quarterfinal, then we said, all right, we got to, this is going to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't even so, know how many rounds you got, but you have got like 236 reps. How many rounds is that? That's eight rounds, uh, and he got five box jumps. Yep. So, so you five. had to do those unbroken. So your so your handstand pushups were unbroken then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. They probably they had to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so Jamie, Jamie's asking. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I was okay. going to say Jamie was curious about with the little data of the wall facing handstand pushups. How did you plan and pace for that one? Um. We. I I, I felt like they weren't too bad. Just the six. And plan A was just to do all six of them mm-hmm. as, as quick as I could. 
and it mm -hmm. and it held up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we and, remained with, with plan A. And like I said earlier, um, for him specifically, it they didn't feel significantly harder than a regular handstand push-up. So we yeah. we use that to say, obviously over volume and time, they're gonna start breaking down a little bit. Mm -hmm. But given that it was only a 10-minute workout we felt pretty confident that going unbroken was going to hold. Yeah. And I, I just saw a comment from Jamie about the 10 inch line. So yeah, mm, the standard true. that, yeah. that new standard that they introduced, that was different. And that took some getting used to, yeah. um, cause it's like, you got a wall block and then, you know, when you're open, your hands. open up your hands mm -hmm. and kind of get in position. So it mm -hmm. was, that was awkward. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, on that note, if you ever get a chance to see Rudy like overhead mm -hmm. squat, his grip is narrower than the traditional, wow. I would say, crossfitter. Yeah. Um, so I think that benefit him in the in the wall in, yeah. in the new standard. Yeah, lots, lots mm -hmm. of shoulder uh, mobility, mm -hmm. warm up. <laughs> well, and that's yeah about that ten inch line. That's one of the things that surprised me too. And in my mind, when I was first looking, I'm like wait, okay, my hands are here. Does my, I, I kept thinking my head had to touch the line and I'm like, this is impossible. I'm not going to, you're going to flip yeah. over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So finally I regrouped and I have done those. And obviously my fitness level is not quite as, you know, you, you elite, you uh, but hands and pushes happen to be one of my favorites. And I will say, I also feel like I have to think about, okay, your head doesn't have to touch the line when yeah. I'm upside down. <laughs> Um, and sometimes I feel like I am going to come off the wall. Yeah. So, yes. but, but I do like them. Yeah. I think they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt, it was just, it, for me, it was just like a totally different feel. It was almost, you know, like an incline bench press yeah. versus, yeah. Very you know, much. push press or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so then you go into your one rep max clean and you got 326. Which yeah. is a 15 pound PR. Yeah. Okay. That's what I wanted to know if that was a PR. Yeah. That was, that was a PR. Um, I, I, you need I, to tell them about my prediction though. So yeah, we were sitting down writing out what numbers we were going to hit. And she says to me, she's like, you're going to hit 325. And I'm like, you're nuts. I'm not going to hit 325. And yeah. Tell you what, <laughs> it, wives kind of just know that thing. <laughs> wives and with how much she sees me train and, and yeah. coach. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, she's on a different level. So, it was so, like so let me. Oh, I'd, let me ask you this. Like I was there for the open and the thruster that five minutes went fast and you had a plan and had to scrap it immediately because you, it took you a minute and a half to transition transition from the Metcon to the lift. Yeah. How did that go this time? Much better. Mm -hmm. um, the, the one in the open was such a fast pace and such a really hard push with the shuttles and even and the, longer and, 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 yeah, it's 15 minutes. And in those burpee pull-ups were, those are really taxing um, more than I thought they were going to be. But with this one, this, these 10 minutes, the rep scheme was so short for each of the movements that it, you were just the, I mean, the most effort in this workout was the transitions between the equipment, mm -hmm. getting into the GHD and out of it safely without falling mm -hmm. on your face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was like one of the big challenges. Mm -hmm. And so I, I actually pulled back slightly the pace on the box jumps just to preserve the legs a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, a little, mm -hmm. I, I still went really fast, yeah. um, but 
I was just more conscious of, of how I was doing those box jumps just to mm -hmm. have to smoke the legs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. It, it just felt that much better. And it took him about, I think he hit his first clean at a minute 10 into mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, five minute period. And so we truly just planned for four lifts. The first one was just like, let's just warm up that range of motion with mm -hmm. something moderately heavy. Yep. Um, and then we wanted to land. I knew he was going to PR. Like I just knew it. And so we were between like, like 316 would have been a PR. His previous max was 311. Yep. So he hit 316 at like 1410. And so we had 50 like seconds. 50 seconds. And I'm like, yep. all right, you have one more chance. And the way you did 316, I am confident you're going to do it. Yeah. And if we would have had two more minutes, he would have had like another 15 pounds on that lift. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what he ate that that morning. <laughs> I don't know. But I knew it. I just knew that it was going to happen. Yeah. Well, first of all, I know you, Lynette, and I know what you, he, I know you know what he ate that morning. <laughs> exactly. Because you know everything. Second, <laughs> second, Rudy, what does it mean when you look at her and she says, I know you have this? You know, like with, unequivocally i know you have this it's it's gotten to a point where when she says it i believe her because she hasn't she's rarely been wrong and and i know she knows me more than myself like an outside third party that i i just i trust what she says and and, and i execute and so yeah careful what you say <laughs> and honestly and I'll he knows like I am not going to say something just to give them like fake confidence. Right. Like, you know, I, obviously I, I believe and I know that you have to be aspirational and have like stretch goals, but to put him under a heavy barbell, unless I know he can do it safely, I'm not going to encourage him to do it. Yeah. So things like that, I'm very strict about, like, if it doesn't look like his form is holding, we're done. You know, it's not worth risking. Yeah. So, but with with the clean um i know that the way he stands up 275 is looks the same as when he stands up 306 so i'm like you have a lot more in the tank we just have to you know kind of uncover that capacity and so yeah. that test gave us an opportunity and it was really fun yeah it's great mm -hmm. so yeah. how much did the um crowd around you play into your pr as well that they were freaking out. They were freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was it was really impressive. There's some folks there that actually haven't came to watch me before. Mm -hmm. Not that I keep track, but I, I recognize yeah. some folks. I'm like, you know, what? they've they've never come to my workouts, and it was it was another excitement. And so they they're just going nuts. And I so this is funny or not funny when we were doing a workout last year. It had snatches in it. When I'm doing a snatch, that's highly technical, and I actually want it quiet. And so I had to quiet the crowd one time. And so before workouts, Lynette addresses the crowd. He says, Hey, there's going to be a big lift. Just be quiet and look, you know, just be quiet and cheer after he makes the lift. Or if Rudy says go. So when yeah. we're doing the cleans, I hit the first clean. And after the second clean, before I even lifted, I started, you know, getting the crowd going and they responded and it was, it was wild. Yeah. I will share um, a video with you guys uh soon but it was it was cool it was a fun celebration because yeah, he yeah. was he was so pumped yeah so <laughs> the last the the whole shushing the crowd the crowd was last year during semis yeah he was hitting a snatch ladder and people get so invested and pumped 
And he kept looking at me and he was like, guys, wait until I hit the lift. <laughs> and so you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> so now from that point, on, I'm like, okay, remember guys, if you were here last year, <laughs> so Control. they wait yeah. until he kind of gives the okay. It's yeah. It's a, it's a good problem to have yeah. when you've got yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, so the, what kind of recovery did you do between the second and third workout that day? Yeah, so that's, so got in the ice bath. We actually took my ice bath to, or my, my trough to the gym and yeah. filled it nice. It just so right after workout, I could get in, um, hang out there. So that was fun getting in the ice bath and talking to people yeah. <laughs> by myself, like in solitary that'll be a good a good one for semi scott yeah you can you can interview ice, him while he's ice, in the ice bath talk he, yeah, he yeah. Likes company. definitely yeah like, i'm like hey talk to me please you should do it kevin hart style where you can get in another one and talk to him ah, ah. there you go yeah. <laughs> no, nobody asked for your input amy nobody okay. asked for that input <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah we did an ice bath and then fairly quickly we got we went home and, you know, ate a, ate a really good meal and just started, you know, I had a liquid IV, started just rehydrating, get electrolytes and, and salts back in the body. And I started rolling the legs. I did, I did the, um, the Theragun for a while, the lacrosse ball. I want to say I mobilized and stretched for a good hour mm -hmm. just to get the legs worked out because I knew the shuttle runs in, well, specifically the turning part of the shuttle runs mm -hmm. was going to be very taxing on the legs. So mm -hmm. We've, we've learned with training that if you go really heavy on the legs, like in the earlier part of the day, and then you return to do a workout and it's leg heavy, uh, sometimes your legs don't hold up. <laughs> so, uh, we, yeah. we did everything we could to, to hydrate and get the work legs worked out. Yeah. So the, yeah. So then you move into the third workout, which many people have claimed to be a very boring workout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, since it starts, it was a 30 minute cap. You didn't need that because you finished that one in 1727. Yep. Um, it started with the 15 or sorry, 50 Each. total runs, um, seven rope climbs into the 25 bench press at 185 mm -hmm. back to your seven rope climbs and ending with the shuttle runs. And I heard from talking to your daughter that during that you cramped up pretty bad on your shuttle runs. Oh, wow. Second set. Yeah. So the second set of shuttle runs, I remember hitting 15 shuttle runs and then right around somewhere between 15 and 20 in, I started getting, you know, cramps in the top of my quads right above my knees. And I've, I've had them there before. So I'm like, all right, if I limit my range of motion and start almost like a, like a quick shuffle, like a stiff legged, like run. a stiff legged <laughs> run, I can, you know, hold this off. And in my mind, I'm just like, hold off, hold off, hold on, you know, I have to finish this run and, and, and I kept it together and was able to finish. But right when I crossed that 50th run or the 50th shuttle, I hit the deck and I screamed. Cause it was like, just these chart. I got two major Charlie horses. My legs just locked yeah. up and I'm on the ground and like in so much pain. It was, I've never heard him scream. It was that insane. Way. The, the only time I've ever done that before was I, I ran the Chicago marathon in 2004. Oh, yeah. And that was how my legs felt at the end. Oh my gosh. So, it, it, yeah, so yeah. With like, um, I, I have a quick Lynette question. Okay. <laughs> so, knowing Lynette, how many counters did you have for the shuttle run? I had two. Just two. I had two. And just the two. joke is like, if I like pass out during this workout, somebody just 
take me out of the way and finish the workout. <laughs> then you worry about me. Like just you keep counting. Yeah. But so side note, I count in Spanish. Like okay. I, that's my first language. Yeah. And so counting, I like, I think in English, in every other aspect of life, except numbers for some reason, <laughs> that's just like, my brain just goes to Spanish. So I'm like, how am I going to count to 50 twice? It like out loud. Oh, you count out loud. To yeah. Him? Okay. Okay. Once in, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I was just like, my friend Brad, I'm like, you have to stand across from me. So like, if I give you the panic look, you just tell me what number, because <laughs> it, like, I, I trust myself in English, but it, it, I mean, it's kind of like a high count. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, Crazy. But every time I did a tick mark and then I, I just like, you know, confirmed that I was in the right number. Yeah. But um, yeah, when he hit 30, he started giving me this look and I'm like, Oh no, something plan B just kicked in. Like, yes. um, and I was like, there's nothing I can do. You have to keep running. Like, yeah. um, but at the end he was in a lot of pain, yeah. but not fun. Hey, yep. Learned. So learned. how'd you do that bench press then? So I, I broke it up quite a bit. Okay. Uh, bench isn't the, you know, my, my strongest mm -hmm. uh, event, but I knew that. And mm -hmm. I had a good strategy of what I broke it up to and it, and we went with the plan A. Yeah. So as, as yeah. far as we knew breaks, that yeah. small sets was the way to go there yeah. for him. Small sets yeah. rest. Yeah. Cause that's one of those things. Like if you fatigue, if you fail, like then there's nothing you can do other than wait. No. Like, yeah. Especially with a, you know, rope climbs coming after that too. Not only are you going to hurt yourself during the bench, yep. but you're not going to have a good time on the rope climbs either. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, so you didn't look at the leaderboard at all that at, that night or did Lynette? I asked. Okay. So he, <laughs> he was actually warming up for event three. Yeah. And I mean, I refreshed the leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like it doesn't even make sense because I start refreshing <laughs> at like two forty-five, or I'm sorry, three forty-five. So, which I, I know. know nothing's going to be there, but I just checked just in case. <laughs> um, so I, 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 I knew, and I said, do you want to know? And he's like, am I in the top 10? And I'm like, yes. And he's like, am I top five? And I'm like, yes. He's like, what am I? I'm like, okay, I wasn't sure you wanted to know. <laughs> so, so that was a fun, like, little pump before yeah, that workout. Definitely. Yeah. So do you, can you sleep well after a workout, those types of workouts, knowing that you're coming in the next day to hit the last one? And No, I don't, I don't sleep that well. But he sleeps uh, better than I do. I sleep better than her. <laughs> Um, I still sleep she, worse. she sleeps worse, but I, I don't, I don't sleep that well. Cause it's just, you know, scenarios are playing out in your head and, and you, you know, you're just thinking about what possibly can happen. Did I do all my recovery protocols? Did I, am I hydrated? And you just, it's just like a cycle. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I do fall asleep eventually, but right. it's, it's minimal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and then I got to come Sunday when you did the last workout, which was a repeat of 15.5 of the 27, 21, 15, nine row and thrusters. Yes. So something that really surprised me though, like, you know, and I haven't gotten to watch you do the open, but I've seen you at the games. Do you not, I mean, you seemed so calm. Do you not get anxious or nervous right before you do a workout? I, I hide it. <laughs> I absolutely hide it. And really for, for my preparation, um, I, I need to get into a really like a clear mental space and, and, and just think about 
the things that motivate me. Um, and that helps with certain types of music. Um, but I just, I need to really get centered positively. And then that kind of gets me going and, and, and flowing. And then I can actually concentrate and think about what the movements are, what I should be doing. And, you know, it, with the more experience I get and the, you know, when we go through training, you just learn that confidence is, is a very big thing and it can overcome, you know, gaps. Mm-hmm. And so as, as I learned that I need to be more confident, start those workouts and, and it's all about how focused I am. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But Amy, your, your observation is, is right on. And it's one that other people have made too. Like, you know, that people say like, well, he looks like he's been doing this much longer than he has because he seems so calm and collected. Mm-hmm. And that's how he is like on the competition floor, which is really cool because, you know, I am able to um, kind of predict how he's feeling because he's never really flustered. And I think it, it helps when you transition from plan A to plan B. But I will say um, earlier on, we had to be very intentional about that. Yeah. Um, because sometimes yeah. plan B, like it, like we had to work really hard at understanding that plan B isn't because you failed plan A. Yeah. Is because you just have to pivot to mm-hmm. make the most out of the workout. Yeah. So once that kind of sunk in, then, you know, it just feels better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's not a failure. It's just a pivot that, mm-hmm. and that's what the sport's about. The sport is designed to make you pivot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, so the better that you are adapted to that, the better you're going to succeed mm-hmm. overall. Absolutely. Yep. So, but Lynette, now how do you handle your stress when he's doing these workouts? Because I know just from watching my kids, like the amount of stress that it and anxiety it causes me. Mm-hmm. So how do you keep yours in check? I, well, I will let you tell me how stressed I look. <laughs> I have a few like signature moves during the workout that I can't hold back. Like I go into this deep lunge that I'm just like as stretched out as I can. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I know that whatever energy I put out is going to impact him. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to do my best at just kind of feeding that positivity and just, you know, all the stress and all the concerns that I have, I keep, uh, you know, away, not, not hidden, but more truly to keep me from focusing on the negatives, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I try to do a good job at that, but like, uh, it's really, um, like my threshold, it's like kind of at its limits after the workout. I'm just yeah. like, okay, yeah. now I have to submit video, review the video, make sure everything is good. Get like so I I get pretty um worked up about you know just mm-hmm. making sure that things are done. And once they're done, I'm like, okay, I can breathe now. Yeah. Yeah. Like you gotta be that focused on those little details because it's yeah. not just once the workout's over, it's not over. Yeah. No, that would be the worst part. Like yeah. if if he does the work and some somehow we miss something. And yeah, and that's why, like, you know, you saw the what you know, our media team, 
Yeah. You know, all the people yeah. watching the, the phones and we have cones so people don't accidentally walk in front of the camera mm-hmm. or, you know, we have two clocks in frame. Like we try to really take every precaution and like workout one was so hard to set up in our space with yeah, like we had to take a portion of the rig down just so we could make it work. So it was one of those things where, you know, in your mind, I'm like, all right, I know the distance is going to be good, but the angle put us like totally against the wall. And so those things stress me out. Those are the things It's like seriously CrossFit, like, come on, (laughs) like give us a little bit more leeway because not every gym is laid out the same. So things I get a little bit, you know, excited about, but, but, you know, at, at like three, two, one go. I'm just like, well, I have a job to do, which is counting and making sure he's moving with, you know, the right standards and I hold him accountable to those standards. Um, But the rest is on him. And so, you know, I just kind of, you know, hope that he sticks to the plan or pivots when he needs to. And then it's just like, you know, in the moment, I, I really do try at some point, especially during that workout or the last one where he was rowing. I had time where I wasn't counting because the rower was. Yeah. Counting. Yeah. I just kind of looked around for a minute and I just said, like, man, soak this in. This is really cool. There's like a really like uh, such a great thing happening in our community where people took time out of their day. Like um, the crowd wasn't as big on Sunday because people had been there once on Friday two times on Saturday. And by Sunday, I think they were like, well, it's only six minutes. So um, we were doing like a Facebook live. So people were watching remotely, but it was one of those things where like, you know, take a second and have like a lot of gratitude to what's going on around you. And so I think, first of all, it was only six minutes for me. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Don't say that Scott. Well, no, well, she I'm already curious. said the time. I know, I know. But, but no, I was curious because, so I know you said that he PR'd from his time and then he retested it in 2020. Yes. yes. Right. So yeah. did you complete, did you do the open in 2015? I did. His first. Okay. Yeah, was, that was my first open. So how did you do on it in, in 2015? In 2015, mm-hmm. we were four months into CrossFit and I got 814. And so that was actually the his moment. Best it was my best placement. <laughs> And I remember people were like, dude, that's something like you. That was the first time that like I heard from others like, oh, you're good. But we were still doing CrossFit in running shoes. Yeah. like I (laughs) I didn't love any CrossFit things. Nike Airs. Yeah. yeah, Right. He had his like, yes. It was. It was. I think I know lots of, yep. I started that way too. Yeah. Um. So you repeat it in 2020 and then you, what was your 637? 637. And then, so what was your goal? What was your goal coming into it on this last day after all these other workouts that were leg heavy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to PR, but what I did was, you know, we're we're data driven. So I did the math on what I could get, like what, what pace should I be able to maintain on the rower and what is my you know, normal cycle on a, with a thruster. And I did the math and I was like, well, Lynette, this is, this is my goal. And she looked at the time and she's like, okay, <laughs> that's, that's going to be, that's going to be nasty. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, um, we hit it. Sub counting six, those thrusters. Basically my, my goal was six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And that, and we, we hit it. Now yeah. it, that's a fantastic time. I'm not taking anything away from that, but no, knowing that you were a runner before, 
How yes. much did it take you off that it wasn't five fifty nine? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I rewatched the video several times. So yeah, like, yeah, could it be yeah, like know. no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just I know what that's like. Come on, like just under that. Yeah. Break mm -hmm. into that. Yeah. Next yeah. time. Next time. Yeah. Yeah. And if then it was can probably do it. Here's what the amazing part was, Scott, and I'm sure because you've watched him do all this all the ones, but he does this amazing time in six minutes. By the way, that is twice as fast as it took me. And he's able to have a conversation afterwards. Like you were able to talk to us. Yeah. It was only six minutes. I, yeah, still. <laughs> um, but you said to me afterwards, you said that you had talked to Scott Panchik. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that his time was like, it was... 527 or something like that. It was 553 from 2018. Who was Yeah, 2015. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was I was definitely happy with that score. When I when I saw that um, event get announced on on Friday, I was like, yeah, we're saving that one for last. That one's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Which, if it was me doing the workout, I'd be like, can we just skip that one? <laughs> <laughs> can we just like just let's not. <laughs> yeah. So I want to add to that that did you save it for the end because you knew that was really because I've seen you row. You are one of the best rowers I have ever seen in my life. Thank you. Like, so, so when that came out, like I knew that was your home run, right? Do you save that for the end because you know it and you don't want to leave anything in the tank, the weekend's over and just be done. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that final accumulation of everything mm -hmm. coming together. Last workout. You know, I know that's my strength and you can just, like, yeah, on all these workouts, you empty the tank. Well, mm -hmm. on that last one, and you know it's a strength, you have that confidence, it truly is a mm -hmm. <laughs> empty the tank. And it's, yeah. you just feel like, okay, the, mm -hmm. the, the weight has been lifted off my shoulders and I'm, and I'm finished. Yeah. yeah. And I think the other thing with that was workout three was such a kind of a long grinder. Yes. That it ending with that one for him as an athlete was not going to be the best choice. So I know yeah. that, you know, he can like execute on the rower pretty much no matter how his fatigue level is. So we just had to make sure those legs were as good as we could get them after those cramps to, you know, put him in the best position to do that. But counting the first 27 thrusters, even I was tired after hitting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my goodness, he has 12 to go. Right. So just like that. Still counting. <laughs> Yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. So Jamie jumps in and says, yeah, props to you for saving this for the end and PRing. Thank you. Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just on a personal note. So I was 43 when this happened, no 45. And I was at like the peak of my fitness when this open workout came out. I almost quit CrossFit that day. <laughs> and I was a good, I was a very good rower back then. I feel and after the, the, after the 15 cow row, I, I walked towards the door. I was ready to go out <laughs> and then fine. And I said, no, you can't quit on yourself. And I turned around and went back, but that's how much I hated this workout. 
Uh, so you ended up, I think you ended up taking third on that workout. Second. Yes. Second. Oh. We removed um, some scores. Yeah, he, I think he got second. The, the guy in first uh, beat him by five seconds. Yeah. So, yeah. One of the, one of the games competitors, mm -hmm. uh, Alexander Jolive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, have to, I'll have to redo that one. <laughs> so so how, how what does your training like look like now getting ready for for semis yeah so it, i mean it, it kind of stays the same as far as our, our, our weekly schedule uh and now we're just focusing on the the mm -hmm. movements that are expected in, in semifinals, like yeah. higher and, skill and higher skill um and then movements that we didn't see in quarters mm -hmm. so yeah, that's kind of what we're what we're incorporating mm -hmm. um and, and semis are i mean it's a we only have three real training weeks left mm -hmm. and then we'll kind of go into that final week before semi. So it's, it's a short time period. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah. it's not a whole lot of time to get more fit. You just need to re refine and sharpen your, your stay skill. healthy. Stay healthy. healthy. That's number one. Yes. Absolutely. Did you, did you try to peak for this at all? Or is your peak for semis? Peak is for the no, game. The game. <laughs> she no said many peaks? <laughs> um, no, no many peaks. Uh, I mean, we, we, we took it easy, like for a couple, like I, I took a rest day before the actual event. Um, I mean, you did we, some, she gave you a rest day. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> yes, I, yes. Yes. He, yes. He did some mobility and seat or zone. It was two his zone too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess it wasn't rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it, it, it I mean, yeah, we, we pull back for just a couple days just to make the body feel rested, but not a, not a taper, you know, like we, like we've done before. Um, like the games, we actually do like a proper taper. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, for the qualifying stuff, it's, it's, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely listen to the body and mm -hmm. if we need yeah. to pull back a little bit sooner to just get an extra recovery yeah. um, time there, we will. And I think in general, like as a, a master's athlete, like we're doing this as a, as a hobby. And so we still have to maintain the, the rest, you know, the, the other stuff we do in our, in our yeah. life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I don't think I will bring my body to the, the, the wear and tear and just the mm -hmm. volume of, of a games athlete to where that taper is that much more significant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with, with the masters, you can kind of keep things more maintained and steady. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you're not just yeah an athlete because you're dadding it and you got to get to these kids sporting events and things like that, too, that are, you know, super important and can't yeah. get those that yeah. time back. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you did you dabble in or do any of the individual quarterfinal workouts? Yes, we did yeah. versions of them. Yeah, okay. we, we there was one with a really, really heavy barbell that we kind of did a different yeah. version of. Mm -hmm. um, but we did test some of them as is and and. uh I, I liked them. I, I, I really did like the, the individual workouts. Yeah. Were you disappointed that the uh, age group didn't have the crossover? No, I wasn't disappointed. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we do, we do practice them. Um, and I have them, I have them down somewhat. I'm not super smooth yet. My son is actually better than I am at them. Um, and so <laughs> We're going to probably practice those a bit, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if they show up in some ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So how much does your son um, trash talk you with over those? Oh yeah. It's a very, uh, it's passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. 
It's like, don't worry, dad, you'll get them. You'll yeah, get them. Yeah, but watch yeah. me. Mom, can you video this? <laughs> right. I love it. He's like, how, how, how many can daddy get? Yeah. And yeah. then he gets it like the first try. And yeah, I'm it's, like, well, it's, it's do what he's doing. It's hilarious. <laughs> when Leah, Leah actually trains with him um, sometimes, especially when there's like handstand walking involved. Oh, yeah. Because she pushes him. Yeah. So it's just really cool to see the two of them just get involved and, yeah, you know, get it's hyped fun. up. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, thank you guys so much for giving us your time tonight so that we could could talk that through and and just hear about it from your perspective. I'm so excited to to see how the semis go and the games. Thank you. Yep. So and so our listeners know we're going to keep following Rudy the whole way through the season. So we will be there with him for semis um, back to more of a documentary style than this. Um, and then we'll probably debrief at the end of that a little bit for the end of the documentary, but you guys are awesome. And thank you so much for jumping on with us. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, keeping an eye on masters athletes. They, they need it. They deserve it. They worked really hard. So I enjoyed watching some of the clips from Jamie's workouts. Um, and I, we plan on catching up on the episode this weekend. So it's really cool to see. All right masters athletes well thanks guys yes um if you hold on just a minute we'll close out the show and then we'll say goodbye okay Okay.